This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The polls are off and running. And Dan and Jason Bernstein are here to keep you up to date with the stampede. You're listening to Organizations Win Championships. The Bulls regular season has concluded, and this brings us to episode 24 of the Organizations Win Championships podcast. I'm Dan Bernstein alongside Jason Bernstein, and that season was a thing that happened and is now over, and the Bulls conclude the season where they were Mm. spending it for most of the time. They were 10th. In the East, they are the road team, the last team into the play-in against Toronto tomorrow night, a game that we will preview on this episode of the OWC, 40-42. and 42. And I know we're going to have some time as we get into the offseason to do our post-mortem and all our recriminations about everything that that was and wasn't. But I don't know, man. We're here. We're, we're back in that in that same place we've been, still grasping to figure out what they were trying to do. We started this podcast in November and we still haven't figured out what their identity is. I mean, obviously, we know they're a mediocre team, but other than that, there really hasn't been an identity, which is the first thing we wanted to look for when we started this podcast. And I think that's what a lot of Bulls fans wanted to know is what is this team going to be? What is their main what is going to be their main way of scoring the basketball other than mid-range jump shots? How are they going to react to losses? And there's just no identity with this team. And I kept trying to believe you, you did too. Yeah. We, we, we both kept trying to give Beverly the belief. benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And, and every time they, they said, this is a big stretch or this is a big game or now we're coming together where we just, and it never happened. Nope. At any point, any pick, whatever you want, whether it was an acquisition or somebody coming back from an injury, Zach getting healthy, the trade deadline, the Patrick Beverly acquisition. There were all of these moments where everybody involved said, okay, now. And it never happened. Yeah. Never happened. It's so frustrating. And you sent me a stat earlier about Patrick Beverly with their I have, odds. Right I have it right here highlighted. Go ahead. 
Ricky O'Donnell, tweeted this. Bulls before Patrick Beverly had the seventh worst record. They had a 7.5% chance at the number one pick and a 32% chance at a top four draft slot, which would allow them to keep their pick. After they signed Patrick Beverly, they end the season tied for the 11th worst record. They dropped to a 1.7% chance at the number one pick, and they dropped from 32% to an 8% chance at the top four to keep their draft pick. So his conclusion was Bulls better make the playoffs, otherwise they hustled backwards. And I think that's exactly what we knew we were getting with when it comes to Beverly. I think we knew that obviously it couldn't have made them any worse at the time and they got better, but to what end? And this is the end that they got better and it's not bright. It's, it's just not. And I think there's a low chance that they make the playoffs, even if they win this first game. It looks like Miami is going to lose badly to Atlanta right now. So I I think it's highly unlikely they make the playoffs. And even then, they would get swept by the Bucs or they would lose for one of the Bucs. The future right now is pretty bleak and scary. We're going to hear from Arturis Karnaschovas sometime this week, very likely, when the Bulls are either knocked out tomorrow or the next game, which is is probable, in my opinion. And he's scheduled to speak at some point thereafter and take questions. I, I just want to ask him to, to assess his team pursuant to what he said before the season. And when he said that the goal was to improve on last year's performance and win a playoff series, and then it kept changing and somehow the goal posts moved and the playoffs. We're playing a lot of tight games right now. I'm happy with where we're at. Yeah. That, that he, you're, and you're not exaggerating. No, he said that's that. what he said. Yeah. He said it. He, he said, we're playing tight games and no, we don't make a lot of threes, but sometimes we make enough threes and a team that went into last offseason looking for rim protection and three-point shooting didn't get either one of them. But we'll, we'll have plenty of time to assess the, the arrows for each individual player pointed up, down, or sideways. But it, it's, it feels empty. If I had to find adjectives to describe how it feels at the end of 82, it felt like they were spinning their wheels that there were some fun nights. There were some big games. There were some terrific performances and some big shots and a lot of cookies and all that. And it didn't go anywhere. Like nothing ended up happening. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And everything they did just seemed to amount to nothing. Every good shot and the... What was was that noise? That is Maggie. Um, oh, Maggie's yeah, dog so, isn't there so, with Yeah, you? we have the dog back. Um, I think she wants to leave this room. So I will, out. yeah, I will let you talk for a minute and I will let her out. Yes. She well, seemed very comfy on, on the uh, bed that's next to my setup, but it seems like she wants to get out. So I will well, this grant morning, her access to the door. This morning when I was sitting at this computer right here typing, she kept sticking her nose under my left forearm and flipping my hand onto her head for head scratches. And I would scratch her head and I'd say, okay, Maggie, I'm done now. 
and I have to I have to get back to work. I'm done. And she would respond as if, no, you're not. I decide when you're done. And then she would flip my wrist up and, and have my hand land on her head as if you're saying, no, 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 there will be head scratches until I say there will be no more head scratches because apparently she's in charge there. And now she looks like she might want to go back in the room with you because she's a dog. So she, might push, she sometimes pushes doors open. So I wouldn't be surprised yes. if she does that. Our uh, friend of the show, our volunteer statistician who does fabulous work named Jeff Fair, big fan of the OWC podcast. And he has provided some stats for us, just some end of year little trivia notes on a bunch of players. And I thought it would be fun rather than just lamenting some things to go through some some team history, some NBA history and see if there's anything significant about some individual performances this season. Because the fact is the Bulls did get some pretty good individual performances. They just didn't add up to anything. No. And that's that's part of what's empty. All right, so I'll just give you the stat, and you tell me if you think it means anything, okay? Mm-hmm. First up is our guy, Patrick Williams. Yeah. Who I do think had a marginal improvement this year. 82 games, right? Well, he is. He did play 82 games. The Bulls love those perfect attendance awards, don't they? Yeah. Love them. Vucevic too. Wow. Love perfect attendance. I always liked it because when the White Sox would give out free tickets, you could get straight A's or perfect attendance and you could get your free ticket to the game. And it was, it was, it was fun, like sitting with the straight A kids and then looking down at the, at the perfect attendance kids. So like, good job. You kept showing up. So <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Williams, only the second player in NBA history. Oh God to play 82 games and average more than 10 points and four rebounds and one made three per game on 40% three-point shooting. The other, Mike Miller. (laughs) Two others have done it playing 80 games, Steph Curry and Jason Tatum. So Patrick Williams, congratulations. (laughs) Yay. Mike Miller was a good player. He won rookie of the year. Yeah, Mike, probably another one of these ahead of his time guys who'd be very different. Well, he he was good in Miami during their uh, championship runs. He was. Okay. Now, here's your note for Zach Levine. Zach is one of only three players in NBA history to record a season with more than 24 points per game, two and a half threes per game, shoot 48% from the field, 37% 37% from three, 80% from the foul line in 75 games played. These are the most peculiar, peculiar that, stat that, lines. That's what Jeff does. It's fun. Okay, who are the other two? Steph Curry and Peja Stojakovic. Peja was a great player. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. You put him in today's NBA, he's averaging 25. You want your DeMar DeRozan number? No, no, I don't want to hear anything about long speeds. <laughs> That's I didn't expect an answer. That's a rhetorical question because you're getting it whether you like it or not. I I, I gathered that. DeMar DeRozan is now one of only four players in NBA history to record a season at age 33 or older mm. with at least 24 points, five assists, four rebounds, and 50% field goal shooting per game. LeBron? Five times. Jesus Christ. Yes, LeBron's done it five times. <laughs> so since so 33 or older, so that's you know all of his seasons except for when he got yeah. that ankle and or the yeah. hip injury, his 
first or second year with the Lakers. All right, there's another one who's done it twice who's a current player. Oof. Iguodala? No. Durant? No. How old is he now? I think he's 33. Or 34. So he's done it the last two. How many games did he play this season? And the and the last one, the other one is Alex English, who did it one time. Great player. We should congratulate Andre Drummond mm-hmm. because he has become the very first player in NBA history to average at least six points per game and six rebounds per game on less than 15 minutes per game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's an all. It's never been done before. That's all while being, as Rick Camp likes to put it, a fat. Yeah, he is. But I'm I'm happy about what he did when it comes to mental health. I keep reiterating it, but of course, what he was, uh, what he said about it was really positive and was really great. And I'm happy for him. I'm happy for this historic moment. And, um. I don't know where he, I, I don't, I think he signed a two year contract. So I think he's back next year unless they do something. Um, I love Andre Drummond. He's, he's so fun. He's so fun. He seems like a great guy. So, but I have congratulations. More. Congratulations to him. Yes. This we're, we're, this is the equivalent of giving out like participation. Little league, awards, which which yeah. little league team did you play for? Was it the, the Cubs in, I don't know. Miners where he like made up awards for every kid, even like probably terrible. Oh yeah. Then it was probably that team. Cause I get that was, that was prime house league. Jason Bernstein. Yeah. But, that, you that, kept that missing, was... but he got, you were missing practices for hockey. So you didn't get team MVP. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was the guy. That Charlie was... got MVP, even though you were better, but I remember those practices. I don't know what's happened, even though, uh, surprising news for you. I might pinch hit on Saturday. Rosine, what? Says, Rosine said my swing is good. You might pinch hit? Against St. Pat's. But anyway. Seriously? Seriously. But anyway, I just remember. Wait, you buried the lead. Sorry. He's going to pinch hit you? Maybe. We'll see. Oh. And maybe consistently. We'll see. But. Wow. I remember. You. You're I, no I remember P.O. P.O.D.H. or P.O.P.H. I'm a faf. A puff. Or a puff. You're a puff. I'm a, a puff, but You're a <laughs> but okay. I remember, I remember so cool. when what we're you getting mean, really what off. Did you tell me, uh, I don't know, but we're getting really off track here. But that's kind of fine. There, it really isn't too did much to discuss right now. Not, not yet. But I remember when I went to those practices. There, there was always this third, uh, like thirty-inch bat, but instead of it being a normal bat it was like a stickball bat it was just metal yeah and he would throw the wiffle golf balls right and you would have to hit it and i was so good at it and then i'd look at you know my first couple of years of high school i could not touch a thing <laughs> and i don't know that the, you talking about the 2015 cubs house league team reminded me of those practices yeah he just and also me throwing illegal breaking balls that's right, because you, you you told the ump it was a cutter, and it wasn't. Well, that was also that was also after that too. That's when we knew I could. That's when we knew it was a good pitch. But it was a slight.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got, we got, sorry, we got a little sidetracked there. Um, no, because we're giving out the postseason Little League Awards. That's what this is. Uh, this is, yeah, this is sure, how I guess. Awards. Yeah, I was. Nikola Vucevic just became the sixth player in NBA history to you get a lot of rebounds without jumping. To average at least, well, he's trying, 15 <laughs> points and 10 rebounds per game while playing all 82 games at age 32 or older. Think about that. Who else has done it? Can you name any of the how many five? So you said 13 points? No, 15 and 10. 15 and 10. While playing all 82 games at age 32 or older. Parrish. No. Kareem? Yes. Wilt? Yes. Shaq? No. No way. He he got injured a lot. Um, any current guys other than Vooch? No, one you one is one is an all-time near great you probably haven't heard of. And that's Walt Bellamy. I've heard of him. He was on uh he he got a lot of rebounds, right? Yeah, like a he ton. Did. He's on um, one of those lists. One's a former bull. Boy. All-time great. Rodman? Hall of Famer. Make points. Artist Gilmore, thanks yes. for it. Artist Gilmore thanks did it Rick. twice. And lastly is another all-time great Hall of Famer, Elvin Hayes. So that's yeah. a pretty cool list. That's a that's a pretty good list. But they didn't win anything. Important. No, that's that's what underpins a lot of this stuff. All right, now wait a second. Io Desumu. Oh no! How I'm many of these done. do you have? This is so fun. Io Desumu is one of only four players in Bulls history to have at least two seasons. Of eight points per game, two rebounds, two assists, 75 games played, 40 games started at age 23 or younger. Derek? Yep. Jordan wasn't here when he was that young. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. He joins that. Two more or one one more? more. (sighs) The guard? Yeah. Draft, I'm assuming drafted by the Bulls. Yep. Recent? Ish? No, I mean, not recent, recent, but he had, he had a really good peak. Not Ben Gordon, yeah. obviously. Ben Gordon. Nice ben job. Gordon? Ben nice Gordon. Job. Wow. Didn't he just get arrested for something? Yeah, he's he's having some mental health issues. He was my first ever Bulls jersey. Oh, so. that tiny, yeah. tiny little Bulls jersey. I think we yeah. got it at Target. <laughs> IO, Jordan, Rose, and Ben Gordon. Okay. Now, Alex Caruso. Oh my! It, I just shut up. No, it's, I love stuff like this. And you really, you seriously, really want to? Want to? We've got, we've got all off season to 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 piss and moan about this team. So Fine. let's just have a little. I'm bit just silly tired. Stuff. I know you're tired. Suck it up. Alex Caruso is one of six players in Bulls history with multiple seasons of one and a half steals per game or more. Okay, Jordan. Not Derek, was it? No, 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 no way. Um, Kirk Heinrich? Nope. Another one should be obvious. 
all-time great defender. On the Bulls? Oh, yeah. Not Rodman. Pippen. Okay, well, yeah, but don't give it to me. Buckley. Jordan. Pippen. Pippen. Um, three any, more. Any old guys, like older than that? Old, old? No. Okay. Um, Armstrong? No. Ron Harper? No, that's that's not a bad guess, but no. Ronnie Brewer? No. Are they one pretty is, obscure names? One, one's playing right now. Like, actually, literally playing right now. On an NBA team? Yes. Like Shaq that, Harrison? No, and is actually playing at the moment. As oh. We speak. Oh. So, at either on Atlanta or no. Miami? Yes. Guard? Yes. Former... Yep. I'm either really stupid or this is an obscure name. Oh my lord, I'm really stupid. His name is Jimmy Butler. His name is Jimmy Butler. Oh god. The, the other is a guy who's been out of the NBA for a long time and returned to the NBA circuitously this year through the G League. Like NBA G League or NBA if it came through the G League this year and played in the NBA. Played in the NBA this year is a former bull who is also a former top five draft pick. Oh, Lord. Oh, Chris Dunn. Yes, Chris Dunn did it. And the last one is uh, Meta World Peace, a.k.a. Ron Artest. Artest. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. All right. Now, how about this? Most seasons in I want NBA to do the thing like right? in Monty Python, the Holy Grail, where they just hit where the monks hit themselves on the head <laughs> with a plank. That's <laughs> Kobe White is on this list. Most seasons in NBA history, age 22 or younger, with at least nine points a game, one and a half threes on 35% three point shooting. Age 22 or younger, most seasons getting that. There's only two guys who've done it four times. Kobe, Kobe White and Bradley Beal. Interesting. Interesting. Most career threes in NBA history, age 22 or younger. Number one, Luca. Number two, Anthony Edwards. Number three, Jason Tatum. Number four is D. Russell. And number five is Kobe White. Wow, that's actually a pretty impressive list. It just shows you the proliferation, like the, the oh, we're yeah. begging the, the one the one guy who actually is a volume three point shooter. They should keep him. I really hope they keep him long term. He's, I think he's a guy you can win a championship with on on this team. There are only a few guys: Kobe, Zach. I'm keeping my hopes up for Patrick because he's still six seven. He can shoot. I actually and thought, he can I, do a lot. For me, the the, the number the name that jumps out in that that's D'Angelo Russell. Oh, he's great. I know, but I didn't realize he had that many volume threes. Okay. Players in Bulls history. Oh my Wait, lord. I'm I've got I'm telling you, I've got stuff and things. Players in Bulls history, age 34 or older, to average at least five points, four rebounds, three assists, and one steal a game. Five points, four rebounds, one steal, one assist. Three assists, one steal. Three assists, In one Bulls steal. history, 34 or older. How many guys again? I'm blanking. There's four. 
four. There's four. One this year. One joined the club this year. Well, Jordan, obviously. Jordan. Pippen. No. Right? No? Oh. No. Jordan. One this year, 34 or older. Mm-hmm. Still, would it be Vooch? Nope. Bench guy? Nope. 30. DeRozan? Nope. Beverly? Yep. Pat Bev. There's well, yeah, two that's kind of unfair. He only played like 15 games. I'm just saying. There's two more. One is a name that you mentioned earlier. And the Today? other. Yeah. In this discussion. And the other is. Ronnie Brewer? Uh, no. Right first name. Ronnie Turioff? No. Was he ever on the Bulls? I think he was. A Ronnie Turioff. Right? I think he was on the Bulls. Yeah. Uh, no. Ron Harper. Oh, oh, oh okay. and the other, well, the other, Ron, 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 uh, and the and the other was a hall a hall of famer who had a brief stop here near the end of his career. Wade, yep, very good. And I got one more, uh-huh. and it's players in Bulls history to mm-hmm. average five points a game on higher than fifty percent field goal shooting, more than sixty games played, and fewer than fifteen minutes a game. Drummond. Drummond's one. Another one of the Bulls did it this year. Oi. Derek Jones? Yes. Very good. And how many guys were there total? They're they're the only ones who've ever done it. Oh, okay. I am am really... I'm, I'm pretty impressed with your work there. All things considered, he actually was decent this season. Yeah. I just wish he was 25 pounds heavier, and then he would be one of the best players in the NBA. He wouldn't be on the Bulls. Right. He would be making $30 million. Right. He wouldn't be on the Bulls. So tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, we're going to have to record it because you're uh, hopefully still going to be finishing up your complete game, shutout, perfect game at Lindblom. And the Bulls are meeting the Raptors for the fourth time this year. They're 1-2 and two against him this year. It's just a bad matchup. Yeah. Really bad. Especially Scotty Barnes is going to eat them alive. Fred Van Vliet's going to eat them alive. Hurdle. Yeah, you forget about him now. Hurdle. I, I, I can't Stacey wait for Stacy to just keep saying portal. He, he always, every time he says portal, I always think of transfer portal. Come on, portal transfer. But Siakam, Van Vliet, Ananobi, Barnes, Gary Trent Jr. is always that guy that hits the three at the end of the possession. Precious Achua, Chris Boucher. Yeah, they got dudes. An endless number of dude of switchable balls. I remember when they had when one of their big men, uh, when one of their big guys was hurt. Christian Coloco, the second round pick from Arizona, came up and he yes. had like five blocks in a in a quarter or whatever. And I hope they don't play him because I'm more scared of him than a guy like Boucher. Although Boucher can shoot now. That was the first game, the first oh, meeting yeah. of the year. The first that meeting was in of the Toronto year was Christian in Toronto. Coloco just that was the game where that was one of the games early where Zach was out. And I, you know, I all played 38 minutes and you, but you're right. That's where Christian Coloco had six blocks in that game and Jeez. Van Vliet scored 30. I remember in, in the preseason this year in Toronto, Andre Drummond hit three threes. Remember yes. that? Yes. He maybe did. he can, maybe that arena gives him good vibes and he can just start 
burying threes again. I wish he took a few this year. That Why? made me upset because you see then the preseason, you're like, oh, he's changing. And he never took one. Because the Just, preseason I don't I don't help. I don't care. But shoot it. At, at that point in the season when they couldn't make a three anyway, couldn't I as as I just shoot he's it. gonna be he, he's he's gonna be the guy who 15 years from now will be shooting the crap out of it he's at gonna, YMCA. He's gonna be 400 pounds. And you're going to see him and be like, oh, look at that dude. That's a multiple NBA all-star. And all he's going to do Shoot. is stand 30 feet away and and beat your ass with threes. Yeah. That's all he's going to do. And then you'll you'll be able to tell the story. And then when they met in the next game, it was it was sort of a weird home and home, right? Mm-hmm. The the Bulls ended up winning 111 to 97 in the second game. And it helped to have Zach Levine back and scoring 30 one of his efficient games. I want to say this is one of those where we started to get a sense that it was, was looking a little bit better. Yeah. And Goran Dragic had a good game. Remember him when he used to Who's play now Bulls? on, if the bulls max out the play in, they would face Goran Dragic in the Milwaukee Bucks. They would. More so Giannis Antetokounmpo in the Milwaukee Bucks and the slaughter waiting to happen for any team that gets there, I think. And they last met February 28th, and the Bulls lost 104-98. to And in that game, Zach was not great. He hit only one of five threes. The Bulls hit just ten threes. Vucevic led them in scoring. That's and not the Raptors, good enough. Raptors were led by Siakam with 20 what really got them were five threes off the bench from Gary Trent Jr. Forget, oh, he's so good. Yeah, they've, they've got that. So, I, I, look, we, we, we've talked about their matchups with the Raptors before. Raptors can switch every ball screen, and they just put it up near the basket and then attack the offensive boards because we, we refer to it as a, as a hockey mentality. You know, put puck on net, crash the Sometimes net, get greasy goals. And the, yeah, right, and they they get the equivalent of hockey greasy goals, where they just they they put it up there, they they race for it, and those long arms go up and 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 grab it. And I don't know if there's any there's any real counter to that. They the Bulls Williams is, Williams is going to have to have a good game. How many times uh, he, did you say that? I know, but he's really important in games like this where everybody else is long and athletic, and he's. The, the Raptors have six of them. The Bulls have one who is yep. passive. Although sometimes he'll flash a little bit, but they're, they're going to need him to step up. I don't, I don't care what he does offensively. If he, if he shoots two of five from three and hits a couple free throws, I'm fine with that. As long as he just creates a disturbance for some of those guys on Toronto, just he, he needs to do a good job of boxing guys out and getting in the way of people and I, I I wish I want him to draw fouls offensively because if he gets to the line, it's almost a guaranteed two points. And I like try to dunk on somebody against especially against <laughs> this. Team. He, he's, he's not a good finisher. Not a good finisher. He's just not. By the way, the heat are within 10. Wow. OK. It happens. All right. So let's do the latest edition of the OWC College Showdown.
Jason tries to prove he knows where every current NBA player, even the fringe guys, went to college. And then he challenges me with some carefully curated vintage names to see if I know where the old guys went. Jason's record is 52 and 17. My record is 35, 31, and 3. I gave mine first last week. You do yours this time. All right. First, we have former Bulls forward Orlando Woolridge. Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Next, we have former Mavs forward Jay Vincent. Jay Vincent. Jay Vincent. Michigan State? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes, because he was with Magic for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, this is the stumper, former Nuggets and Magic wing Otis Smith. Oh! I, my friend from Orlando had an Otis Smith for president bumper sticker. How cool <laughs> that, is that's that? That's like a Javante Green thing. Yes, yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Exactly. He had an Otis Smith for president bumper sticker. Okay. Oh, he went to uh, Samford. He went to Jacksonville University. Okay. That's a great name. Because yeah. that was expansion magic when and like anybody that would shoot it. He only played can. like five years or whatever. Yeah, that's... Uh, he was cool. Okay, for you, and I, I, I wasn't sure if you knew this or not. You probably do. Uh, controversial Milwaukee center Myers Leonard. Illinois, yeah. Right, right. Boston guard J.D. Davison. Alabama. Okay. And Denver forward Peyton Watson. UCLA. Nice. Mm, that was a good day. All nice. right. All right. Well, we will talk next when either we next know that the Bulls are headed to Milwaukee yes. to be kicked in the balls repeatedly for their own enjoyment, <laughs> or the season's over. Arturis Kardashovas has spoken, very likely said nothing, and then we can get to figuring out if the Bulls are going to keep their draft pick. Go Bulls! So subscribe. Go back. <laughs> like. Uh, what else do we do? We, we like it. We subscribe to it. We download it. We tell our friends. We tell our 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 male delivery person, our female delivery person, our 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 gender fluid delivery person. We tell everybody about what a fabulous podcast this is, and 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 that's what we do. So rate and review it and subscribe to it and enjoy and we'll get you when we know more about where this Bulls thing is going. I want to I want to know more about the male, female, and gender fluid delivery person. Do they do they literally deliver gender fluid males and females and everybody? No, no. Oh. they it, it just it they they just are. They give us male that is and, gender fluid and, and they are respected for and who they are okay. as they do their job. Okay, right. so go play in Bulls. Go Bulls.